Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. And again, welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel, along with my good friend Mike, our weekly little uh, discussion. You know, in Christ, we've been made righteous. We've been made holy. God has made it possible that, that we could have peace with him. We do have peace with him, all because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And we have a, uh, a new nature. We're new creations, the Bible says. A new nature that uh, Peter says is actually you know, something where we've become partakers of the divine nature. And so we're here to just encourage you and to encourage ourselves in the grace of God and in our new identity in Christ. And as usual, Mike, I'm hoping you're having a good uh, good week and everything's well with you. It's uh, certainly good to get together with you again. Hey, Joel, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? You know, this technology that we have where you're at home at your computer, I'm at home at my computer, and, and we're able to, to have this discussion every week with Growing in Grace and put it on the Internet for everybody to hear. It's one of those things that can be so easy to take for granted. You know, we used to use walkie-talkies as a kid, and we thought if you got two or three blocks away and you could still hear each other, that was really cool. <laughs> and we didn't even days. have anything to say to each other back then. <laughs> no, it was just cool. Just to, yeah, 10-4, yeah, can you hear me? All right, on. Can you, can you hear me now? Uh, and, and so one thing we don't want to do is to take something for granted that has been such a precious gift given to all of mankind and and that's the, the grace and righteousness of, of God that has been poured out upon us through his son, Jesus Christ. Because, you know, when, when the Internet first came along, you can probably remember how exciting it was to be able to, to learn how to email and pull up your first web pages and, you know, instant messaging or whatever it was. And, and how exciting and new it was. And uh, even the stock market was excited about that. Remember back in the 90s when stocks went from $0.50 cents to $500 mm. per share? Mm-hmm. And, so everybody was excited. We don't want to lose that excitement when it comes to our focus on the gift that, that has been given to us, this gift of righteousness, and uh, learning more about who we are in Christ, our identity in him. You know, Joel, last week we were talking about no longer ha- having a, a sin consciousness, but developing a righteousness consciousness. Because, you know, uh, before I understood uh, more about the grace of God, I, I constantly was aware of sin, and, and I had always been told that uh, my sin was going to get in the way of my relationship with God. But that is simply not true. Just quickly reviewing some of the things we talked about, you know, we've been perfected in Christ. Remember the requirement Jesus talked about back in the Gospels? You shall be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Of course, none of us were going to get there by trying to follow the law, but that's what Jesus was, the point that Jesus was trying to make is that, you, you know, the requirement that God has for you is to be perfect like he is. Well, that's never going to happen. And not through the law. <laughs> and that's what Jesus was trying to get the people to see, was that, he, that the law was meant to try to drive them to Christ. They couldn't get there on their own through trying to keep the law, but Jesus was the fulfillment of the law, and they could get to God through him. We touched on some of this last week. Uh, you were talking about the Levitical priesthood, Joel, and Melchizedek and so forth. And there was a, a perfection that was 
desired but could not be achieved through the uh, Levitical priesthood back in, in Hebrews chapter 7. As, as you read through the, the book of Hebrews, the Bible says that Jesus, the Son, has been perfected forever, offering himself up uh, once and for all. The Old Testament animal sacrifices could not make those who approached with those sacrifices perfect uh, because they had a reminder of sins every year, again, getting away from our sin consciousness, getting a righteousness consciousness. Uh, the Old Testament sacrifices couldn't provide that. The, the cool thing that we came to was uh, by one offering, by one sacrifice that Jesus made, he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. This is what's so exciting about it because we, we've had our, the Bible says just a, a few verses down from that in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. So we can maybe get just a little further into this today, Joel, that the, the Spirit of God is there to remind us about the fact that we have been forgiven and that we are clean. Yeah, see, we, we're in a, a completely new system, uh, if, you, if you want to call it that. The, the old covenant was a system. God put that system in place for a reason, for a purpose. We've talked plenty about that in the past, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again in the future. But the, the thing with this, the new system that we're living in, the new covenant, is that in Christ, like you said, we've been perfected. God has placed us in Jesus Christ, and Christ is in us. And, you know, the Old Covenant was, in all the things that had to do with the Old Covenant, were a shadow of the things to come. I'm just looking real quickly here in Colossians 2. You know, all those things were a shadow of the things to come, but the substance now is Jesus Christ. The shadow doesn't have substance. It's just a shadow of the real thing, and the real thing is Jesus Christ. And so now we're in a completely new thing where Christ is the substance. He is our life. It's not about all these rules and regulations. It's not about in, in, through Christ our sins have been taken away. That's, that's part of this new covenant. God has given us a new heart. He took away the heart of stone, and he gave us a heart of flesh. In other words, a hard heart uh, it was, was taken away, and he gave us this soft heart that, that is indwelled with Jesus Christ. And so as we're talking about this today, it's a brand new identity uh, that God has given us in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's something to be excited about. And I think that so much, you know, so often in the church, we're trying to become something that God has already done for us. We're missing the point that there's that there were two covenants and we're the beneficiaries now living in in the new covenant. And so as we look at Hebrews, we've got to remember that, that it's all about a new covenant. It's all about something that's new. The old, as, as Hebrews says, has been fading away and in fact is obsolete. And that's true. And, and there's a difference between religion and relationship. And, you know, religion is, is basically man trying to reach out and get a hold of God, reaching out, wanting God, and reaching out and trying to figure out how to, how to get there, how to, how to connect with God, man reaching out. Whereas relationship, true Christianity, is God having reached down to man, he, God reaching out to us and taking us by the hand. You see, it, it's always about him. <laughs> somehow we get this turned inside out, Joel. We, we, we always somehow get the focus back on us. Sometimes it's subtle, it, it's sneaky, it's deceptive, but that's the way the devil works. It, from the garden until now, he's always going to try to get the attention back on us when the spotlight should always be on Jesus 
we can't take credit for any of this. It, it, it's all about what he has already done and what he has already reached out with for mankind. It's not about us. That's the truth. Well, in, in one sense, it's about us in that God did all of this for us. He reached down to us because he loves us. And because of the fall, uh, because sin entered the world uh, through Adam, God sent his son Jesus Christ in the likeness of, of sinful man, you know, did everything that he did on the cross, was, and then he was, he was dead, and he was raised again to life. All of this was for us, but it's, it's all about him. It's all because of what he has done. If we want to make salvation about what we do, then we're going to be trying and trying and trying forever. Mankind's going to be sitting here on the earth trying forever to get right with God, if it has anything to do with us and what we can do. And so, we need to keep that in mind that it's always about what Christ has done. It's all about him. And in fact, I think something that we'd, we'd like to talk about today is the fact that in the church today, it seems like there's all this talk about sin and being convicted of sin. Oh, I'm just a sinner. I've sinned again. I need to confess all my sins. And in reality, you know, Jesus had said in, in John 16 that you know, he was going away, but he was going to send the Holy Spirit to convict the world of some things. He was going to convict uh, the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me. And so the person who's going to be convicted of sin is the person who has not come to believe in him yet. The reason for that is because the person who has not come to believe in him yet is still in their sin. But, Jesus goes on to say, the Holy Spirit will convict of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. See, Jesus died, he rose again. We were crucified with Christ. We rose again with him, and we are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so the, everything that we've just been talking about today, being convicted of righteousness, you know, our new identity in Christ, the fact that we're holy, the fact that we're partakers of the divine nature, the fact that in Christ we have life, that's what we're to be convicted of. And that's, I believe, the Holy Spirit comes along and helps us every day and wants us to get established and grounded in that and convict us of the fact that we are in right standing with God. So just to repeat again, Joel, I want to make sure we're getting this right. You're telling me, based on what you just read there from Jesus in, in the Gospel of John, that the Holy Spirit doesn't come to convict us believers of sin? That's what I'm saying. You know, we, we can look at the rest of Scripture, of New Covenant Scripture, and we can take a look at this and, and, and see that in Christ our sins have been taken away. There's no sin left to be convicted of. Yes, we commit sins, uh, and those are simply acts of the flesh, simply us acting in opposition to who we truly are. And th those sins hurt people sometimes. They hurt us sometimes. Sometimes our own sins punish us, so to speak. You know, they, they come back to bite us. But the Holy Spirit isn't there to convict us of those sins. He's, he's here to convict us of, of the righteous creatures that we have become in Christ. So he is there to help us move further into a consciousness of righteousness, renew our, renewing our minds to that, instead of this, this uh, consciousness of sin, this constant condemnation that would tend to fall upon us. This guilt that would uh, jab itself at us from time to time. The Holy Spirit is there to say, hey, wait a minute. It's okay. I know you slipped up, but you're still righteous. I, I still accept you. Uh, I don't love you any less. He's there to remind us of that. Because, the, I mean, the old, under the Old Covenant, the, the sacrifices that were made with the, the animals did the opposite. 
they, they brought a reminder of sins every year. They were symbolic. Those who performed those ceremonies of, of sacrifices, they, they were concerned with external things, whether it was to do with foods or how they washed, how they drank, all kinds of different things. But they, they couldn't make them perfect. And they had to be repeated all the time, whereas the sacrifice of Jesus um, was done once and for all. And so all forget all that's the beauty of the, the difference between the Old and the New Covenant, where they just covered sins temporarily up to that point. The one sacrifice of Jesus, once and for all, forgave all sins, past, present, and future. Now we can walk in, in confidence and peace. I'm not talking about arrogance. I'm talking about humility. But I am talking about something that God has made us in Christ. And that has brought perfection and, and righteousness and holiness. It, it's your identity in him. Even though you may fail from time to time, the good news is the Spirit of God will always be there to remind you that you are his. And, and so uh, you know, be encouraged in your new identity in Christ and in who God has made you to be in Christ Jesus. Again, just to summarize, it's all his work. It's everything that he has done. It's not about what we do or don't do. You know, we could, uh, we could try to make it about ourselves, and again, we'd be trying forever to get ourselves right with God. But through one act, the righteous act of Jesus Christ, we've been made whole, we've been made complete, we've been made holy, and all of these other wonderful things that are our new identity in Jesus Christ. And so be encouraged in that, friends. Thank you for listening. We've got to end it up for this one. But uh, I'm Joel, along with Mike. This is Growing in Grace. We invite you to check out the website, graceroots.org, and uh, if you'd like to contact us through there, we'd love to hear you uh, that way. Otherwise, uh, we'll look forward to being with you again next time as we talk more about Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.